Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning and welcome to St Thomas's Church here in Fair Oak. Um, I'm not actually in the church, I'm sitting at home in my study office, whatever you want to call it, general dumping ground sometimes, much to my chagrin. <laughs> and um, I'm here to welcome you to join me um, in morning prayer this morning. So um, if you, I'm just going to make sure that I can see what's going on. Excellent. Um, and it's good to see that I've already got some people who have joined me. So uh, good morning. Um, oh, my phone's doing funny things. Go away. <laughs> so Don and Deirdre, yep, you're usually the first people on. I'm very impressed. Um, so it's great to see you and um, hopefully we'll have some more people joining us as we go. Yeah, good morning, Don. I meant to call round yesterday, didn't I? Didn't get there again, did I, Don? <laughs> hopefully before the end of the week I'll have managed to get round to see you for that cup of coffee we've been talking about. Um, and okay so this morning um, morning prayer from the Northumbria community and um, you'll notice this morning that I'm actually this is not my dressing gown not my pyjamas it is pink but it's not my pyjamas I have managed to get to the gym this morning and back again um, and so I've been um, exercising um, so you've got <laughs> you've got sweaty Betty this morning <laughs> rather than me in my pajamas, but never mind. Um, so let's um, get going then, and let's just still ourselves as we come into the Lord's presence. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We then have our opening sentences, which I'm going to play the music for this morning. So um, you can listen in, you can sing along if you'd like to sing along. I'm not going to sing along because I don't want to um, make you listen to my voice. I was a chorister once a long time ago. As you know, we haven't been singing in church until fairly recently. So I'm afraid my vocal cords are a bit rusty, so I'm going to give you a rest from them. But even if you're just saying the words as you listen, or just listen and let them wash over you. Oh 
beautiful uh, singing there. So we're going to move into the call and response. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. So we're now going to say the words of our declaration of faith together. This is what we believe. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. So we're moving on to our scripture readings this morning. Now I have a confession to make. Um, last week I struggled to get out of bed um, and hence I was leading in my dressing gown and pyjamas. So tonight, last night, um, I woke up at, I don't know, about quarter to three in the morning. Could I get back to sleep? No. Was I tossing and turning? Yes. Was I disturbing my husband? Yes. <laughs> so I ended up getting up, coming downstairs, making myself a cup of tea. And um, I just stood in the dark and I didn't need to put any lights on, although I nearly killed the cat walking downstairs because I hadn't realised she was asleep on the stairs. Um, but the whole of our downstairs was bathed in moonlight. And I stood and drank my tea, looking out through our back door because it's got a panel of glass in. And I could just see um, a half moon and stars and I was standing there trying to pick out some of the constellations. We used to do that a lot of street pastors. Um, it was great when you were out when it was dark and you stood up on Noel Hill and you could see all the, the stars. We'd get our phones out and check out the constellations. So yeah, so the reason why I'm telling you this is that I just had a moment where um, I just uh, was full of wonder, I suppose, just being able to see the moon and the stars. And despite the fact I wasn't very happy at being up at that time in the morning, and I really did need my sleep. You can see the bags under my eyes. Um, I really did need some sleep. Um, but actually, the Lord was there with me. And um, eventually, I did go back to bed, mainly because I started to feel cold. <laughs> And, that, and decided I needed to be back in bed. So um, so I'm sharing that and you'll realise why when I get to our readings this morning. There is a link, believe it or not. Um, so it is the 28th of um, September and our first reading is from Psalm 31. And... Um, I, I even looked at the readings at that time in the morning 
um, and realise that they're actually quite long. So um, bear with me. So if you can find it, it might help if you've got it in front of you. Psalm 31. I'm going to need my glasses this morning. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. You hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. And then we skip to verse 14. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Do not let me be put to shame, O Lord, for I call on you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go dumbfounded to Sheol. Let the lying lips be stilled that speak insolently against the righteous with pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you and accomplished for those who take refuge in you in the sight of everyone. So there's a lot in there, isn't there? But I think the key things, the key bits I picked out this morning was you are my rock and my fortress for your name's sake lead me and guide me take me out of the net that is hidden for me for you are my refuge um, often things can happen that can um, shake us and um, it can shake our faith it can shake just our everyday um, living. And um, here in the psalm, um, take me out of the net that's hidden for me. This is, is, is David probably talking um, from an, um, an army point of view, a battle point of view. And the enemy would lay nets and put things over the top so that when you walked on them, you fell into them. And the idea was that you couldn't get back out again. Um, and so here he is, and so we can um, ask the Lord to, to protect us. And when we do fall into difficulties or situations that we really struggle with, or even um, that we feel the Lord has got a call on us uh, for something, and we're really not sure about it, um, sometimes we need to just commit ourselves to him 
um, and it says into your hand I commit my spirit so it's almost like you're reaching out with your hand to link hands with Father God we can't do that physically at the moment but we can do it through with the help of the Holy Spirit um, so that really struck with me this morning um, and um, how abundant is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you so here the word fear really means revere and it talks about laying up the abundance of his goodness so it almost speaks of it's it's ready for you it's not here for you right now this minute but it is ready for you and that may be in this life um, it may be in the life to come and certainly that's one of the things that is promised to us that our treasures are not here on on earth but what we do in on i'll get my words right in a minute what we do here on our earth in this life um, and we do through love and through patience and kindness um, we will be rewarded um, when we reach eternal life with Heavenly Father he even promises us a crown I quite fancy being a princess with a crown um, but sometimes I worry that I'm not doing enough and that actually that crown will be a bit I don't know, grotty. <laughs> um, but actually, it's not about how much we do. It's the heart that we do it with that God is really interested in. So there we go. That was what came to me um, when I read uh, through that psalm. Um, I encourage you to read that again uh, because it's so helpful and so builds us up in what are very difficult times at the moment our next reading is proverbs um i do like proverbs um proverbs 22 and it's verse 24 and 25 make no friends with those given to anger and do not associate with hot heads or you may learn their ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Mm. Make no friends with those given to anger and do not associate with hotheads or you may learn their ways and entangle yourself in a snare. How often have we found ourselves in the company of uh, people who um, may not necessarily live um, in a way that we live or try to live and we find ourselves being drawn into whatever is going on um i know when i was younger it used to happen to me all the time i never you know i used to end up with um at university you know with a group of people that ended up um drinking a lot and i didn't really want to drink a lot but you know i was trying to fit in i suppose and then you end up having too much to drink. Um, fortunately, it was never serious and I never really um, lost, you know, who I was and where I was. But I had a blooming big headache the next day. 
and of course when you're trying to go to uni and you're trying to study it doesn't help does it but this talks about anger make no friends with those given to anger people are getting really really angry at the moment aren't they they're getting angry about all sorts of things the petrol crisis what the government are doing whether the nhs is doing things properly or not doing things properly the fact that we can't see a doctor face to face so there's lots of anger going on out there at the moment and it's so easy for us to be drawn into those conversations and and the anger rather than stepping back and just thanking god for what we do have and just praying for the situations to be resolved and the media i think you know they they tell stories to sell papers to get people to look at what uh, they're posting online and we can't always believe everything that we read but just distance yourself and just pray try not to get dragged into it because when you're angry you can easily say things that you really don't mean and they can be very hurtful i am going to stop there um then we have proverbs 22 verse 28 do not remove the ancient landmark that your ancestors set up now in the northumbrian community i would imagine because i've been doing a bit of reading this may well be some of the statues that have been placed um, to remember some of the key figures that brought christianity into northumberland and that area it could be some of the celtic crosses that are uh, standing in that area and i've been um, thinking about what ancient landmark have we got in our village that our ancestors set up so um i thought well we've got the church st thomas's church the building now as christians we know that the church is the people not just the building but actually it is a landmark um and people often do um, pinpoint where they are in the village by um where the church is um and although tesco's is quite often now used as the landmark but in years gone by the church was built as a chapel of ease it was set up so that the people working the fields um, because this was all farmland and uh, nurseries where fruit was grown um, they didn't want their um, workers to have to walk all the way to Eastleigh to attend a funeral and then to come back again probably thinking that um, you know they're losing a bit of their labor but but they built the church and it was a chapel of ease in other words it was a place where funerals could happen and ultimately it's become the um, church of the parish of Fair Oak and Horton Heath and it is a landmark and we should be proud of our church and we should um, yes we should just um, 
feel the significance of the fact that people cared enough that they built it all those years ago don't ask me I don't know how many hundred I should know um, how many hundreds of years ago Helen Douglas knows and uh, she's written a book about it um, but it is a landmark and um, and so we wouldn't want that landmark to be removed would we because it's been there through all the generations and there's plaques inside the church that have significant um, memories particularly those that died during the war there's um, in the um, top end of the church there are some plaques about a chorister who lost his life um, and we obviously have the graveyard and indeed we have some war graves within the graveyard so they are important to the people that were responsible for placing them there and even though those people may not still be with us their prayer would have been that the church would last through generations so that's what I thought of when um, I read that and then sorry we've got a lot of scripture today but I really shouldn't be sorry should I it's it's good to spend time in the word um, and the gospel reading today is Mark 9 chapter 35 and it starts in Mark chapter 9 verse 35 that's where we're starting he sat down called the twelve and said to them whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all then he took a little child and placed it among them and taking it in his arms he said to them whoever welcomes you one such child in my name welcomes me and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me but the one who sent me and you can imagine Jesus gathering that child and sitting him her on his lap um, such a lovely picture isn't it of um, of a, an adult and a child maybe a father and a child even though he wasn't the child's father um, but whoever welcomes such a child in my name welcomes me welcomes Jesus and whoever welcomes Jesus welcomes the one who sent him in other words the one who um, is Father God and so it made me think of um, dear Caroline who led um, morning prayer yesterday for Dave and who has just started um, opening our doors to Teddy's who are a toddler group um, again and um, she um yes yeah, she is welcoming children and their parents grandparents whoever brings the, the children along and she's welcoming welcoming them in jesus's name and just wanting to um spend time with them um and uh and bless them and so i thought of caroline and the acceptance of small children 
um, and for families who've been stuck at home for so long and they might have had children who've been able to go to school but they've got preschool age children who are not even old enough to go to um, preschool or nursery school but are younger still this is a chance for them to come out and to meet other um, parents, grandparents, um, childminders and uh, to spend time with people and enabling the toddlers to actually spend time with each other as well. So what a blessing. And then lastly, this is the last bit. Um, so still Mark 9, verse 38. Um, John said to him, teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. And then finally, uh, verse 42, if any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones, so we're back to the children, um, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. Crumbs, that's um, <laughs> pretty heavy going, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, now Jesus is actually saying, if you actually stop a child from um, believing in Jesus, then you're doing them a terrible disservice. And uh, children we know are um, very open and, and naive, but they're not, they're receptive. And sometimes as we get older, we become less receptive and barriers start to get in the way. You know, something someone said to us or something that something's happened to us. And children, um, uh, and Jesus reminds us to, to try and go back to remembering what it is to be a child and have this open mind, this open uh, vision of the world around you. And, um, and Jesus as um, a friend and a creator God. So I'm going to stop there because I've talked an awful lot this morning, but I'm hoping that it was um, helpful. Um, I know the internet is playing up, so I do apologize if you have got bits and bobs of it. Hopefully when Gary does his amazing bit, when he puts it onto, fixes it onto Facebook, you'll be able to go back and be able to hear properly. Um, so I can I can see that um, it's not brilliant this morning. So the meditation. Now this is the bit where my moon walking, moon looking. This is tied in with the meditation. Let everything that has life, let everything that has breath. Give all the honour and glory and praise to the one who overcame death. 
Let every living thing sing of the mercies of our God. Let us exalt him wherever we live with thanksgiving and joy in our hearts. If we don't praise him, the mountains will. If we don't exalt him, the rocks will cry out in our stead. God is not dead. Let every living thing sing of the mercies of our God. Let us exalt him wherever we live with thanksgiving and joy in our hearts. And yeah, not always easy to do, is it? But as I stood and looked at that moon last night, I um, really did sense that even though I was up and I was awake and I was a bit fed up, that actually I just had to be thankful um, and, um, and turn it round into um, a chance to uh, look at God's amazing uh, creation around us. So we are now moving into our time of prayer. Um, so um, it's great to see that we have more people with us and Pauline, absolutely, you're self-isolating at the moment and we know that um, your op is booked for Thursday. So Father God, we come before you now and we pray that uh, this time the operation will go ahead. Father God, we come against anything that may cause a problem that may be a stumbling block to um, Pauline um, having a successful knee operation. So Father, we come against any issues with um, the petrol situation. So we pray that everybody who's supposed to be present um, at the hospital on that day will all get there, they will all be there they will be on time and they will be present in order to fulfill the um, duties uh, the um, operations that are planned for that day and father god we do pray against any emergencies that may mean the operating theater is needed for someone who has a dire emergency. Father, we don't want people to suffer um, and we do understand that sometimes that happens. But Father God, we're praying and asking you to intervene and to protect those uh, slots that have been um, geared up for people to have surgery that day along with Pauline. And Father, we just pray that you will give Pauline a real sense of peace. She is obviously going to be anxious because this will be the third time um, that she's tried to have this orb. But Father God, I do pray your peace, your peace that passes all understanding over Pauline and her husband as they spend time together to her surgery and father we pray that you will go ahead and that you will be with the um, surgeon and that 
the skill and the everything that is um, done uh, will go really well and father we pray for amazing recovery and healing for Pauline um, she had a difficult time um, when she had the other knee uh, replaced so father god we pray against any of the things that happened last time and we pray that this will be a real blessing to her and that she will make a very good recovery and father just protect her against any virus issues any any um anything if infections anything that could go wrong we um ask that you will prevent them from causing problems for Pauline and indeed for anybody else having surgery that day. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And Alison, I can see Alison has joined us. Alison, Father God, we do pray for Alison in her role as um, a counsellor, and Father, we know that mental health is such a huge, huge issue for so many of us at this time. And so, Father, we pray your blessings upon Alison and, um, and the stress and strain that she is probably under um, because of um, just the need uh, that is out there at the moment. And she's... And Father, we just pray that you'll protect her and that uh, she will be able to say no when she really needs to say no. And Father, um, we pray for your continued healing in the joints and uh, tendons and areas that have been giving her some grief. So Father God, we just, um, yeah, just ask that you just pour your blessing and healing upon her and indeed upon anybody else involved in counselling, in mental health services, um, social workers, um, as a whole wealth of people, um, doctors um, who are finding it hard to offer their services to all those who need them so father we pray that as people um, get alongside each other that that we will be able to be a support for those who are struggling with mental health and father god we just thank you for sharon mcdonald who was the senko at wyvern school is now the senko at uh, deer park the new school in uh, Borley Park and Father we just thank you for her vision for a well-being conference and for Lorraine Lee who is linking in with her two Christians uh, who are going to be um, really trying to help um, parents and children young people um, to look after themselves and to understand how they can look after their own mental health and their well-being and father we pray your blessings upon that event in november uh, we thank you for the provision of all churches trust money to enable that to happen and father god we just 
pray now that uh, everything will fall into place and that despite the difficulties that we are in and obviously um, the need for care, um, Sharon and Lorraine would so much want to do this as a face-to-face -face, um, conference. So we do pray that that will be possible. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm just having a look. Um, I can't see anything else that people have particularly asked for this morning. So I'm just going to pray about the vacancy here and then we'll move into the Lord's Prayer. So Father God, we lift to you again the vacancies here for a um, parish priest and for a children's and families worker, youth, children and families worker. And Father God, we, um, we earnestly ask that you will um, help us as we go out to advert again, um, that you will draw the person who you really want to be here, to be involved with our life here at St Thomas's Church. We thank you for the work that has been put into um, revising the parish profile and the um, role description because um, things have changed since the original one was created in April. Um, so it's been updated and changed slightly. So Father God, we just pray that you will, um, yeah, draw the right person to uh, that role and also that we will find the right person to head up our youth, children and families ministry. So we just earnestly ask you, Father God, for favour. In Jesus' name, Amen. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together and I'm just looking for my copy which has vanished so hopefully I will get through it without losing my way. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So you've heard a lot of me. So let's listen as we hear the canticle uh, sung. Thank you. 
also may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you so much for joining me um, this morning um, for morning prayer. Um, do join us again tomorrow at uh, quarter past nine um, when we will meet again and we keep going right the way through including Saturday and then on Sunday, um, this coming Sunday, uh, we have an in-person service at 9.30 in the church building and a 10 o'clock live stream service and a deeper service in the evening. All of this information is on our website. So if you check out our website or our Facebook page, you'll be able to find that out. And great news, we have a christening at the 9.30 service, uh, the first one um, since lockdown and it's one of our church family um, members. So um, we're really excited about that. So God bless your day and I hopefully we'll see you same time next week. Take care. Bye bye for now. <laughs>